What's up, everybody? August 25th, Wednesday, 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. We're back again with another podcast. Um, we've been doing a lot of them lately, um, but this one's great. We have an awesome interview with head wrestling coach at Virginia Tech, Coach Tony Roby. Um, sat down to talk with him about his program, recruiting, um, and the awesome, awesome work that they're doing over in that building, um, a nationally recognized team that has come a really, really long way since his first year uh, back in 2006 at Virginia Tech. Um, but really, really awesome stuff. Aside from that, uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Main Street Pharmacy, Main Street Pharmacy right in Blacksburg, Virginia. Have been mentioning it. Um, game day pins, game day stickers, game day apparel, t-shirts, um, they're all available at Main Street Pharmacy. Flags, you can get all of that exclusively from the Main Street Pharmacy. On top of that, taking care of the Blacksburg community, whether you need prescriptions filled, your cupboards filled in the bathroom, or anything else, your daily needs from a pharmacy, don't go to CVS, don't go to Kroger, support local business, support Virginia Tech and Blacksburg you can do that right at Main Street Pharmacy. The only other note that I have here, or a couple of notes, um, first and foremost, if you haven't checked it out, we interviewed uh, Eric McLean from the ACC Network. His podcast was one before this one, and then we interviewed David Hale. That's two podcasts previous, uh, talking about Virginia Tech football as the season is right around the corner. The only other note that I have... Um, First and foremost, uh, shout out to Bo Davidson, moving on, going to Texas Tech, closer to his family, um, and a better situation for him. Nothing but the utmost respect for what he's done to Virginia Tech every time I spoke with him. Um, great interaction, great guy, great family, uh, and wishing him nothing but the best down in Lubbock. Um, I'm really, really getting tired of the cycle that we're in, where every time specifically a recruiting coordinator position comes open or something is going wrong with recruiting, everybody seems to take it upon themselves to suggest people for the job that A, are not interested and B, are not qualified. Um, newsflash, Michael Vick is not moving to Blacksburg, Virginia to work for $55,000 in recruiting. Um, also this notion that being a recruiting coordinator, just you would be successful at it if you played at Virginia tech or you're good at talking to people. That is not what goes in the job at all. That is not what the job description is. It's part of the job, but there's a multitude of different, um, different things, things that go into that. Uh, and we have brought on folks from Virginia tech to do this before justice Cavea Winslow, we had uh, the Fuller brother here. Um, the staff is littered with Virginia Tech alumni, which you love to see, and I want to see more of that moving forward. But getting on here and constantly tagging former players or personalities on Twitter, um, quite frankly, is pretty disrespectful to a lot of the people who are in that role, who have served their time, GA'd, um, and done different things to earn that position. Um, so look, I'm, I'm all for getting uh, alumni or other former players involved. But to just think that some of these folks would quit whatever they're doing to come do this job and would do it effectively is ignorant and naive um, and just a, 
wasted space and wasted energy. Um, I guess while we're on the topic, wasted space, wasted energy, stuff going around the timeline about uh, Coach Tap going to San Francisco. He said multiple times that that was his dream. I don't know why we're still talking about this. Coach Fuente addressed it in the beginning of uh, fall camp that he knew Coach Tap would take an NFL opportunity if it presented itself, and he did. So shout out to Coach Tap. Um, we got football coming up this weekend. Finally, 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 football is back. Um, college football will be in partial swing this weekend and full swing next weekend. Um, it's here. It's here. We're excited. But for now, it's Coach Roby and the Virginia Tech wrestling team, one of the best wrestling programs in the country. Take it away. With a midweek sync up, I uh, love talking hockey sports during the week. It is Wednesday afternoon. Uh, my name is Pat Finn. We got Billy Ray Mitchell, and we are very excited to welcome on a special guest this week, Virginia Tech head wrestling coach, Coach Tony Roby. Coach Roby, how are you doing this afternoon? Welcome to the Sons of Saturday. I'm doing great, guys. I appreciate you having me on. It's a privilege. Coach, we're excited uh, to dive into wrestling here. Um, in the corporate world, Wednesday's known known as Hump Day. I'm sure Pat and I have been, we've we've been sending emails, chasing down customers. Um, but what we've heard is that Wednesday is basketball day in the uh, in the wrestling facility. I would love to learn a little bit more about uh, about that wrestling league that you all have going on uh, over in your facility. Yeah. So we uh, we. As a staff, typically, sometimes we, our guys get in on it. They've been getting on it. In the offseason, they get in on it a little bit more. Obviously, during the season, um, Wednesdays like their day off, typically. So our schedule is set. So we have, in a normal week, we have Wednesday afternoon off. Like we, we lift, uh, you know, we go two on Monday, two on Tuesday, lift Wednesday morning. Wednesday afternoon is off. So as a staff, we like to go shoot some hoops, you know, get out, get out of the wrestling world get a workout in and, uh, you know, fire up some ugly, ugly jump shots. And uh, there's a lot of fouling, but it's, we enjoy it. It's fun. It's a good time. I got to anticipate this has got to be some sort of, uh, of murder ball situation. I mean, do you got, is it call your own fouls? Are there no fouls called? What is the, uh, what's the situation there? There's definitely a lot of fouling that goes on. Um, but we will if it gets out of hand. Listen, it, it's hard enough for us to make shots when we're not getting fouled. So, <laughs> like if we're getting fouled all the time, I mean the game could go on forever. So, um, so yeah, yeah, we'll call some fouls. I get a little bit pissed when I get fouled a lot. To be honest with you, you know when you're when you're getting ready to hit an open shot and somebody basically tackles you, um, it, it gets a little irritating. We'll call it if it gets out of hand, it'll get called. But you know we try to let a lot of the body stuff go, but you know, you're, sh you're shooting a jump shot and somebody hits you right in the hand or in the wrist or in the arm. We would typically will call that. So coach, um, from the wrestling staff, who do you trust most with the ball in his hands when the game is on the line? Besides me, besides um, you, 
Game on the line, probably Coach Brewer. Coach Brewer, can, he's, he's a pretty good baller. He should, but listen, he shoots so much, it's ridiculous. I really don't like being on his team because you're not getting any looks. And if he's on, he's good. But we played the other day, and he was literally like probably three for 33 um, from, from three-point land. So, uh, But he when he's on, he's good. He ain't afraid to put it up, that's for sure. Coach Brewer, Jekyll and Hyde on the court, ice in his veins. Um, so, Coach, we're excited to chat with you today. Um, and we know that one of the more relevant events going on right now are upcoming events, actually a couple upcoming events this fall in the uh, Virginia Tech Wrestling and the SERTC uh, community here. But we know that the golf event is coming up uh, in a few weeks. Can you just give us uh, you know, kind of the high-level overview uh, of this SERTC golf event and uh, what that looks like. Yeah. So we started um, doing a, a golf outing as, you know, as a fundraiser, but as much as a fundraiser, it's about, you know, kind of getting together and spending time with our fans and with our donors and everybody that supports our program. And for those people that don't know the SERTC, uh, it stands for the Southeast Regional Training Center. And every high-level uh, Division One wrestling program has a regional training center uh, kind of attached to it, I guess, is, is uh, the best way to put it, loosely affiliated. There's, there's no real affiliation with Virginia Tech other than we train out of our facility. Um, you know, and Ty Walls is associated with it. We also have James Green, who we hired uh, just over a year ago, who's, you know, a five-time world team member and a two-time world medalist. Um, that, that's, uh, trains here full time in, in, uh, Blacksburg, but basically it's, uh, it's the necessity for our program to have a successful regional training center. It allows our guys to be around guys like James and Ty and Nashawn Garrett and, uh, allows them to get mentored and train with those guys. And it's, you know, it's the, basically they're an extension of our coaching staff. Uh, they spend a lot of time with our guys, especially, uh, with the hands-on part of it. And uh, so, so for us, the, the, the golf event is, uh, is much about spending time with our fans, getting to know them, allowing them to be around our athletes, as it is about, you know, making a few dollars for the training center as well. So we're fired up about it. It's at the river course. Um, you know, it's, uh, if, you, if you're interested in more information, you can contact me directly, shoot me an email, or if you just go to our website, southeastrtc.com, you can get the information uh, there. It's uh, what uh, three Fridays from now. So whatever that date is, September 10th, 11th, something like that. Yep. I think it's the 10th. Awesome coach. And then um, I also am understanding that there is an upcoming wrestling donor tailgate um, for one of the football games over by castle. Is that um, which game is that going to be any details or insights on that as well? Yeah, so, so it's the day after the golf outing. So we'll, we'll do like a, uh, and basically a SERTC um, tailgate for, for all our fans. And there's, you know, no, nothing attached to it, no cost attached to it. We're actually going to do a watch party uh, for the, the world team trials, which are the same weekend. It's a long story. They were actually scheduled the, the weekend prior. And then USA Wrestling recently changed the weekend. So, um, you know, the, the, the people that were helping Ty Walls in particular and James Green, they won't be around that weekend. They'll be out in Lincoln, Nebraska, wrestling at the world team trials, trying to make the world team and wrestle at the world championships in October. So, um, 
So it's the day after the golf outing. Um, who do we play that day? Is it Richmond? Maybe I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too keen on the football schedule right now. Um, yeah. Middle Tennessee. So yeah, the 11th Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. So yeah. So so associate with that game. It'll be right out right across the street from Castle Coliseum in that in the uh, field there, right in front of Dietrich. So people that have been there and have attended in the past, they know where it's at. It's, we've done this for a number of years, and it's a great event, great opportunity again to uh, hang out with our coaches, hang out with our athletes and, you know, talk some wrestling and then talk about this upcoming season, which we're obviously very excited about. So before we talk about this upcoming season and we kind of review some of the highlights of this past season, uh, you did bring up something there, coach, and uh, those trials in Nebraska for world championships. The latest news uh, out of Virginia Tech wrestling is the big man Bryce Andonian winning the bronze medal at the junior world championships. And, uh, you know, knowing that Virginia tech wrestling has really been on the come up over the last few years, this is a big deal, but, um, can you talk to us about, you know, what this means for Hokie wrestling and Bryce, uh, you know, winning that bronze? Well, it's a big deal, um, for a lot of reasons really, but, but Bryce is just our second, uh, medalist that we've had at the junior level. Uh, Makai Lewis, won the junior world championships, his, his true freshman year at Virginia tech, which, you know, he was our first. And, uh, you know, typically a lot of these guys that you see placing high at the junior world championships, it, it correlates to a lot of success at the NCAA tournament, but for Bryce, um, it, it was a big deal, not just the accomplishment itself. I mean, anytime you place third in the world in, in your age group and you're competing, it's the best guys in the world. And, you know, really, he, he he lost a close match. He lost eight seven in the first round of the Iranian, who ended up uh, winning the event, and you know was right there. So Bryce easily could have won the event, but for him, it, great accomplishment to come back to Blacksburg and, and bring a medal back home. But also the training that's involved with it, and the opportunities that's created by making that team and going to training camps, and you know the focus uh, for Bryce all summer long was just preparing for this event. So, you know, I, I think in particular for a guy like Bryce, Bryce probably needs, you know, something out there short term in front of him to keep him motivated as much as anybody. So um, it was a, he had an awesome summer, man. I mean, for him uh, to be able to train with James Green, they're the same weight class. Those guys were together all summer long in here twice a day, most days, you know, drilling, wrestling, scrapping. Um, it, it, it was a huge, huge deal for Bryce in his development. Uh, all around in his folk style development and his freestyle development and his confidence and his, you know, just preparing him for this season. So I was really proud of the way he competed at the event, lost a tough match first round. And then you don't even know the, the way freestyle wrestling works is if, if he, if that guy gets to the finals, you get pulled back into the event. So he didn't even know if he was going to get back into the event, uh, you know, for, for a while. So um, he had to make weight again. He had some adversity he handled it really well and really stormed his way back to, to a bronze medal. So, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty exciting to watch other than the fact that he had to get up at two in the morning to watch it. So, um, but it was, it was all good. And then, um, you know, those senior world championships trials that are the same week as the golf tournament. Um, you know, you mentioned Ty walls, who are some other folks that are going to be at trials and looking to qualify for seniors? Yeah, so we so so Ty Walls is is bumping up to heavyweight. He's going to be uh, he, he's obviously going to be out there. James Green uh, is wrestling seventy kilos, which 
if you know anything about Olympic wrestling uh, in Olympic years, they, they, they downsize the weight classes. And unfortunately for James, his natural weight is 70 kilos and th that weight class is eliminated in the Olympic year. So he's got to, he's forced to make a decision, either go up to 74 kilos, which is probably, you know, the guys are just too big for him or, or cut down to 65 kilos, which is a really, really hard cut for him. So 70 kilos is where is kind of his sweet spot. And it's an opportunity for him to get back to his natural weight class and try to win a world title. He's been close. He's been second in the world and he's been third in the world in the past. So James will be competing. Nation Garrett will also be competing at 61 kilos and uh, Jenna Burkett will be competing on the women's side as well. Um, she represents us and she's also with the WCAP program uh, wrestling for the army out in Colorado Springs. So uh, in, in addition to those guys, we are sending one of our athletes, Andy Smith, uh, our 197 pounder is going to go and he's going to compete as well. He was, he wrestled at the, uh, the U S open here in the spring and he, he got a uh, bronze medal there. So um, his development has been pretty fun to watch throughout the course of the last several months. And I'm excited to see him get out there and compete again. So talking about, um, you know, this upcoming season, we definitely want to kind of just hear a little bit about your highlights and takeaways from the 2020, 21 season as well. You know, obviously full of several challenges with COVID and um, some setbacks, but also some super uh, high mountainous moments. Uh, my favorite moment was, was the, uh, the NC State uh, win with Rock Harrison making the call on the Sam Latona takedown of Camacho from NC State. But um, what were some of those moments that occurred over the past season that think that you think will help you know propel this team uh, into the next season? Well, I think you know something a lot of people don't realize is we had five freshmen in our lineup at the ACC tournament. You know, we kind of played with our lineup throughout the course of the year. Obviously with the kind of free year, not redshirting anybody was, was uh, allowed us to wrestle guys like Hunter Katka and some young guys that maybe otherwise possibly could have redshirted, but it, you know, big scheme. I think it was good for those guys to get out there and compete. But uh, you know, I, so, so we go to the ACC tournament, you know, we had five freshmen in our lineup and Makai Lewis doesn't wrestle because he's hurt and you know, the, the defending that or returning national champion. So um that, that made things difficult at the end of the year. But overall, I thought, you know, especially our regular season was fantastic. I mean, we wrestled really well throughout the course of our ACC matches. Obviously, you mentioned everybody, you know, has talked about that win over NC State, which was an awesome dual meet, just an incredible ending to a, any kind of sporting event. Probably one of the best you'll ever see, especially if you, you know, once you drill down and you kind of understand what was at stake and how the criteria worked and really what had to happen for us to not only win that match individually, but win the dual meet, it was pretty incredible and pretty exciting stuff. And, uh, you know, I think it came across on, on the ACC network really, really well. I know, you know, the, the feedback and the reaction that I got was, was really, really positive, obviously from Virginia tech fans, but also from just wrestling people in general. So, uh, that was an awesome moment. It, you know, it was an ACC regular season championship for us. Um, you know, unfortunately, Makai got hurt last year, and that definitely didn't help us uh, down the stretch at the ACC tournament and then at the at the NCAAs. But, you know, I felt like we did some really good things. We had some individuals do some really good things. You know, we had Sam Latona, who was just a freshman, uh, was an NCAA All-American. We had Corbin Myers, who 
uh, really made huge strides over the course of last year, ended up fourth last at the NCAA tournament. Hunter Bowler was an All-American. Um, you know, he didn't get, he was seated number two the, the previous year in uh, 2020. And then obviously the tournament got canceled. So uh, Hunter hadn't been to the NCAA tournament since his true freshman year, which was quite a while ago because he, he wrestled as a true freshman. He redshirted, there was COVID and then, then this past year. So, um, so yeah, there was a lot of good things that happened and we're excited about our young guys and, and the future of the program, but we've got everybody coming back and uh, you know, we got, you know, some guys that may change weight classes and some new faces that are going to be in there, but uh, it should be, it should be another really good year for Virginia tech wrestling. Coach with uh, September 3rd, right around the corner. Uh, and after a year of not really, really being able to show off some of the facilities that you have, get them around the guys. Um, I want to ask, how do you incorporate official visits uh, with a football weekend like September 3rd? Um, if a recruit is coming in on a weekend uh, like that, how do you usually cater large events like that around a recruiting visit? That's good. That's a good question. And, and as you know, I mean, like our, our biggest recruiting tool is our, our home football games. So um, that this whole dead period for a year and a half probably hurt Virginia Tech and hurt, hurt us in, in a recruiting aspect more than maybe other schools because they weren't able to experience that. I mean, once you get on campus here, as you guys know, I mean, this is, this is the place that people fall in love with, um, you know, so the, the home football games are huge recruiting weekends for us. I mean, we spend a ton of time planning out every detail and making sure that we spend tons of time with the, with the parents and the recruits and the recruits spend a lot of time with the guys on the team and get a real good feel for what it's like to be a student athlete here at Virginia tech. But, you know, typically, um, you know, that that's, it's a Friday game. So it's a little bit different, but typically on the Saturday games, we bring all the recruits and their parents in or around lunchtime on, on Friday, take, usually take them on campus somewhere to eat. You know, we'll take them over to West end and, and feed them and, and get them a great meal over there. And then we'll hit some tours on campus on Friday. Uh, a lot of times uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll do something fun with the recruits sometimes and play football or play basketball and, um, you know, tr try to make it a, a fun experience with them. And then dinner Friday night in downtown Blacksburg somewhere, if you can get a table, it's hard to do, but, uh, and then release them with the kids. And then Saturday is, you know, we do a practice or some type of open wrestling, uh, workout on Saturday. Sometimes we do it over at Hokie village outside. We allow, you know, fans to come in and watch that and the recruits sit, you know, against the wall and they watch our guys scrap. And then, we hit the tailgate and then we hit the game and uh, you know, we go from there. Typically we sit down with them Sunday morning and hopefully try to close the deal. And uh, that's kind of, kind of the way it works. They're, they're definitely exhausting weekends. You know I mean? You're, you're spending a ton of time and energy and, you know, uh, trying to develop that relationship and, and develop that trust with the family and with the kids and uh, making sure that they understand what the expectation is and, Really, we want kids that fit our culture and, and fit our program. And, and that usually sorts itself out. I mean, you attract the kind of kids that you have. And that's why we, you know, we, we lean on our guys, too, after the visit and talk to them and see what they think and really take their opinion into consideration um, when we're, we're making evaluations on these kids. But um, we try to make it an awesome experience for the kids and, and for the families. And, uh, you know, I think most people that come on visits here, whether they come to school here or not, 
uh, are really, you know, blown away by the whole experience uh, of, of going to the game and enter Sandman and being down on the field and uh, the whole nine yards, man. As you guys know, it's uh, it's a great – I'm excited to get back in Lane Stadium. I think we all are and uh, have that atmosphere again. Coach, you speak for all of us with that. I wanted to know – we ask every coach that comes on here, what is your pitch – uh, for Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech wrestling. Uh, if I'm a Virginia Tech wrestler eyeing this program, why Virginia Tech? We think, honestly, I think you can have it all at Virginia Tech as as an as a wrestler. Okay, I, you know, I mean, I think there's three things that need to be important to you um, when you're looking at schools, and obviously, uh, the the wrestling is a huge part of that. And we want kids that are uh, have high goals that are highly motivated that are, that want to be a part of a national championship team that want to win a title uh, or titles individually. And uh, you know, that are willing to do the work. everybody wants to win. Right. I mean, you know, that's a no brainer, but everybody that, you know, we were looking for guys that want to prepare and want to live the lifestyle and want to uh, you know, be a part of the culture that's necessary to, to accomplish those high goals. Um, you know, the, the other part is the academic part and, making sure it's a good fit for them academically. Uh, we're fortunate that we can accommodate, you know, almost anything the kids want to do, they can do at Virginia Tech. Um, you know, obviously some of our majors are, uh, we're a little more well known for, but uh, you know, we, I, we feel like we can accommodate everybody. You can do a lot of different things here at Virginia Tech. We're going to set you up for success beyond wrestling with your education here. Um, and then there's just the, the whole uh, quality of life and the, you know, the, the social part of it. Um, and I, in my opinion, Virginia Tech's the best place in the country to go to school as a student. When you, when you factor the quality of life in and, and everything that you're provided as a student athlete here is incredible. Um, you know, especially with this new di- nutrition dining center, the new dormitories that our guys are in this year. It's, I mean, it's an incredible experience and it's something that I think anybody that has the opportunity to do needs to take a real, you know, strong, hard look at, at being a Hokie when you factor all those things in and, uh, and you have a, an opportunity to be around people that are going to look out for you and care about you. And it's not just all about wrestling too. It's about preparing these guys for life. So that's, that's what we try to convey to them um, throughout the course of that weekend and throughout the course of the whole process, really, in developing that relationship. So, Coach, uh, looking into this season, I know there's a lot to be excited about. And one of the things that's always really exciting is when the schedule comes out. Um, know that it has not been released yet, but a few matches um, and duels have put out, been put out there, including Ohio State and national duels in Fort Walton Beach. Uh, but you know, what are you most looking forward to here uh, as you look at the um, you know the campaign coming up and some of the some of the opponents and opportunities on the slate? Oh, I, I obviously, you know, you look at that first semester and it, we, we, you know, we come out of the gates pretty hard. And, and when you're in the ACC, you almost have to, if we want to schedule good out of conference opponents, we have to do it first semester. I and mean, it's usually in November and uh, sometime in December. Cause once you get in the second semester, especially if you want to get big 10 schools, big 12 schools, they've got a lot, you know, I mean, they've got to wrestle all their conference matches and there's more, there's more conference uh, schools that have wrestling so it's tough to get them second semester. So we typically try to get those those big time dual meets early uh, early in the year. So we've got we've got Ohio State coming to Blacksburg. 
um, which is obviously, you know, we've had a good relationship with Ohio State and wrestling them. We went up there a couple years ago and um, and pulled out a really exciting victory against them in, in their new facility. So we're fired up about getting them here. You know, we go on the road and we wrestle Missouri and Northern Iowa at Missouri. And I'll tell you what, Missouri's got a heck of a heck of a squad that we're going to have our work cut out for us against Missouri. Um, they, they have two, they had two guys go to the, they had three guys go to the junior worlds and two of them won it. So that gives you an idea where their program's at. Um, they're, they're fantastic. So that'll be a, that'll be an awesome duel. We've got a, again, a team that we've wrestled a lot over the years. And, um, I, you know, we, two years ago, we, we, uh, wrestled real well and we uh, beat them pretty handedly, but they've, they've been on the winning end of that a lot over the course of the last several years. So those are two huge ones. The national duels is going to be an awesome event. Hopefully we'll get an opportunity to see, you know, potentially the university of Iowa is going to be in it and some other really good schools, but um, you know, that's going to be a great test for our guys too. Uh, then we follow that up about a week later and we go down to Chattanooga for the Southern scuffle, which uh, typically has Penn state, Oklahoma state, uh, and a lot of other really good teams. So it's our, we're going to get some good, good competition. Uh, and we're excited about that. That was one thing last year that I think, uh, made it a different year. You know, some guys were, you, you're not as battle tested going into the NCAAs. And one thing that we, we do when we set our schedule up is we want our guys to get exposed a little bit through the course of the season. And, you know, our sport's a little different, you know, if you lose a match during the season, it's not the end of the world and you can make adjustments. And, uh, I think that's that's what good programs do is you fix things throughout the course of the year. And uh, the only way you know what the problems are is if you, you go out and you wrestle really good competition. And we feel like we're doing that again this year. So, uh, you know, once we get into ACC uh, wrestling, it's it's going to be really exciting as well. The ACC is just getting better and better every year. Coach, we had a ton of people asking, um, and it's one of my favorite things that you all do with this program uh, about the unique venues that you all have been wrestling at. I love the creativity at the Moss Art Center and English Field. Is this something that you're looking to continue or expand upon later this season? We're trying. We're trying. It's it's proving to be a little more difficult this year because I think Moss is a lot more booked up with you know non wrestling events than they have been in the past, just because there was nothing for so long, right? And uh, so we're really I'm working hard with the people at the Moss to figure out a date and an opponent. Um, and that's part of the reason we, we were holding off to uh, release our schedule. That, and we, you know, we're, we're at the mercy of basketball a little bit. And the ACC doesn't release all the details on the basketball schedule um, until sometime, you know, in, in the fall. So we really don't know exactly. We know what our opponents are going to look like, but we don't know all the dates and all the times and the venues as of right now. So kicking around, going over to the baseball uh to English field again, that was, man, that, that was a home run for us. We got really lucky with the weather um, for that event, but that was one of the coolest things that I've been a part of in my time here at Virginia tech. And uh, obviously the Moss is great too. So yeah, we're working on it. Hopefully keep your fingers crossed. We can, we can make that happen. As you look at this program and where it's ascended to now, what are the goals for this program? Where do you think Virginia tech wrestling should be uh, as you continue to build this program? Well, I mean, I think we just got to keep improving and getting better and keep bringing in elite level kids. And, you know, individually, we want to have uh, a national champions on an annual basis individually and, and multiple national champions. And, 
guys in the finals and, you know, five, six all Americans. And when you start doing that, you put yourself in the conversation to, for a team trophy and, and possibly a title, um, you know, uh, every year. So, uh, I think that's, that's what our focus is right now. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, Hey, you know what, these are our exact goals. We want to, we want to win everything we're in. Um, but we really want to develop our guys and we want to get multiple guys winning national titles and scoring tons of points at the NCAAs and, and uh, that team result will take care of itself. And I think, I really do think that, you know, if you look at the young talent that we have in the program right now, um, it's pretty exciting when you look down the road here a few years and, and what we've been able to do from a recruiting standpoint the last several years. So, um, you know, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to be a part of and fun to watch. We're going to move on to our uh, Letters from the Lunch Pail segment. This is brought to you by Sharkies right down in Blacksburg. Um, the first question that we had written in came from J.J. Singleton, uh, and he wants to know, what is your favorite men- moment as both a wrestler and as a coach? Favorite moment as a wrestler and as a coach? Um, probably wrestling in the NCAA Finals was my favorite moment as an athlete. You know, that just being, being uh, unfortunately, I lost, so it wasn't that great but um to be able to wrestle on that stage you know at, at the NCAAs and, and on the platform and um in front of 20,000 people and you know that was that was pretty cool um as a coach probably Makai Lewis one of the nationals I and mean, that's that's kind of a no-brainer there's a lot of cool moments I mean, that's a hard one to just pick one um because there's a lot of things that happen you know guys like Chris Penny I don't know if you remember Chris Penny um wrestled for us and was an all-american and you know, came a long way and he just, he had a, he had an overall record that was below 500 and, and he, he placed the NCAAs his senior year. So things like that, when you have the personal attachment to it and the personal relationships and you're really invested into those individuals and you see them have success is really cool to be a part of too. And Devin Carter's story at Virginia Tech was awesome. The year he tore his hamstring and came back and, you know, just the, the relationship and what Devin did for our program. So uh, too many to say for sure, but Makai Lewis's was sure hard to beat. Next question from David Mader. He's got a couple actually. Uh, first one: What weight is Makai going for this year? Ooh, um, he's likely going to be at one seventy four. One seventy four. I, I know a couple people had asked that. Um, what can we expect out of Traxler at heavy? What can we expect out of tracks or heavyweight? Um, hopefully a lot of wins. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to be good. Uh, he was in the round of 12 last year and he weighed about 115 pounds and he's probably right now about 250. So I think that'll help him. And he's a, he's a good looking kid in terms of, you know, at 250, he's not, a, he looks good at 250 I and mean, he looks like he could weigh even more than that. So, so, uh, we're, we're fired up that Nathan's here. It's going to allow Hunter Katka to take a red shirt year this year and, and continue to develop. And that was, you know, definitely something we were excited about, you know, the addition of getting Nathan in our program and, um, you know, somebody that has the experience that he has. And he came here. He, he could have went probably almost anywhere he wanted to go. He could have stayed at Stanford. He's got two degrees from Stanford. He's obviously a bright kid, but he chose to, to, to come to Virginia tech because of the workout situation and the, the fact that he had really high goals. So, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun. So we I, go ahead, Pat. Sorry about that. I was going to say, uh, two more personnel questions from David. Uh, how are the young guys coming along? Brady, Ulrey, 
Halegas, Fisher, and the crew. And then how is Brandon Green doing? He says, I will stop there. <laughs> uh, young guys are doing well. Uh, we had a great summer a training. You know, our guys were in town for probably seven weeks this summer working out. We did, August is kind of their deal. They do, they do their own thing for August. So uh, they all came back looking really, really good. And, um, you know, I think those guys, all those guys that you mentioned um, are going to be, have made made improvements and, and some of them have made significant improvements and, you know, and all in different areas, they all had different, different areas and different obstacles that they needed to overcome. But, uh, I, I feel, I feel good. You know, I feel like Connor Brady is, uh, somebody we're going to see, continue to see some improvement from, and he improved from the beginning of last year to the end, didn't, didn't finish the season the way he wanted to, but I've been pleased with, with his progress um, over the last several months in particular. Uh, my man, Brandon Green, man, he's doing good. He's, uh, uh, he looks good. Tell him, check him out on Instagram. That guy's on Instagram lifting weights all the time. He's, uh, he's a studly looking guy. He's a great kid. I love him. Um, you know, he's dealing with a lot of stuff, um, you know, with his, with his condition. Uh, he's handled it great. He's handled it great. And uh, we're glad that he's at Virginia Tech and he's a part of our program. As far as him wrestling ever again, you know, um, I don't know. That's 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 out of my hands. So we call it letters from the lunch pail, but Jersey Hokey just sent, sent straight up a, a box from the lunch pail. He's got a ton of questions um, and uh, is definitely the most excited for this interview. So shout out, shout out to my guy, Jersey Hokey. His first question is now that da- David McFadden is gone, who is the most interesting conversationalist in the practice room about anything other than wrestling? I would have to say probably Eddie Vantresca, another Jersey. He passed the torch to Eddie Vantresca, who's another Jersey guy. Um, but, you know, Sam Hillegas and Cody Howard, are, they're not far behind him. They're not far behind him. But, but uh, you know, listening to Eddie and Sam have a conversation is pretty interesting, to be honest with you. But David McDeed, listen, Dave McFadden takes the cake. No, nobody. <laughs> when it comes to, comes to uh, conversations. Shout out McFadden. Uh, Jersey Hokey, what is it like seeing the Roby coaching tree grow with guys like Nick Braschetta and Joey Dance? It feels like I'm old. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's good, man. They're both, you know, I'm, I'm close with both those guys and Nick is, Nick is definitely, uh, you know, doing a good job. They're both doing a good job, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see it and see Virginia tech. Guy. We've got a lot of guys too doing like the club scene, you know, drive Garnett's got a really good club in Delaware. PEH is crushing it down in Georgia. Um, probably forgetting some other guys, but you know, uh, it's good to see those guys staying in wrestling and staying involved and giving back and, uh, you know, sending some guys up our way. Pete's helped us down in Georgia with some recruiting. I don't know if you guys remember Pete, but he was, he was really good for us back in the day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's neat to see those guys, uh, you know, when you're out on the recruiting trail or you're at a high school tournament or wherever it might be. Uh, Jersey Hokie again. Uh, what made you want to participate in the restart of the national duels and what are your hopes for that tournament? Um, I just, you know, they contacted me about it and I, to be honest, I was a little reluctant at first, but um, just the, the whole concept of it is, is uh, something that we like. Uh, and for us having an opportunity to go wrestle high caliber teams, you know, is, is, uh, is something that it's hard for us to not, take advantage of. And there's, there's a, 
financial component to it too, but that really was secondary for us. It was more about the opponents that we had an opportunity to compete against. And again, about getting our guys ready for the NCAA championships. And, you know, if we have a chance to wrestle a team like Iowa, I was, you know, they, they, they're, uh, they're, they got a heck of a squad coming back. So we'd have our work cut out for us. It'd be a huge challenge, but you know, that's something that as a competitor, you got to be excited about. He also, last question from Jersey Hokie. He wants to know, pound for pound, who is the strongest upper weight that you have ever coached? Listed Walls, Penny, Borley, Vetterline, Bolin, or someone else? Who are some of the strongest uh, upper weights that you have coached? Austin Gable. Okay. Austin Gable, a friend of the podcast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a strong dude. Really, really strong guy. So. Chris Penny was pretty strong too. Devin Carter is pound for pound the strongest human beings I've ever put my hands on though. I'll say that much. Love the, uh, love the Gable shout out. Uh, Andrew Shoemate says, will the Hokies be sending the whole team to the scuffle this year? Are there any other big tournaments that this team will be competing in? No scuffle. Well, the Southeast open, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call that a big tournament. Some people might not, but um, you know, that's our tournament We're that we're actually hosting that at Roanoke college this year, um, September 7th or not, not September, November 7th. Um, so that, but no, we're not going to do Vegas this year. We're not doing the Midlands. Um, you know, we kind of uh, supplemented the, that Missouri, Northern Iowa weekend is going to be the same weekend as Las Vegas. And then uh, we felt like with the national tools and the scuffle, that it was probably just about right in terms of competition. So that's, that's kind of what we'll see. In terms of everybody wrestling, who knows? It's too early to tell. Michael Shelton wants to know how Andy's development has come to long, came along and uh, has he packed on any muscle? What does his offseason look like? He's had probably the best offseason out of anybody on our team. Um, you know, Andy Smith is a kid that is, his work ethic is incredible. I mean, you know, he was a, he was a 220 pounder in heavyweight and he didn't have exactly the most intimidating physique. Uh, I can say that much. And the kid is just trained incredibly hard. I mean, he's, he, if he's not the hardest worker on our team, he's damn close. And, uh, you know, he's had, uh, he, he, he was working at Domino's pizza, delivering pizzas 20, 30 hours a week last year in the, in the, uh, fall. And it's a pretty cool story. And, and to watch him develop has been, uh, been pretty fun. And he was, you know, he had a pretty good year as a true freshman last year and he lost his, the guys that he lost to were all really good. I mean, he had a, you know, 97 in the ACC was tough and he wrestled a lot of really good guys, but um, you know, when you got the kind of work ethic and toughness that Andy has, you're going to have success in this sport. It might not come right away, but it's going to come eventually. And I, I'm, I got a lot of confidence in Andy Smith and I know a lot, a lot of our fans are worried about 197, but um, I can promise you that as a coaching staff, we feel great about Andy Smith. So we got a final trio of questions here. They were all submitted by the same person but I can't find who the username is. So if this is you and you're listening to this podcast, tweet at us, apologies for missing your name. Uh, number one, for Coach Roby, do you feel ACC squads slash individuals with multiple losses will receive the national respect slash ranking they deserve postseason? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Um, I, I'm not, I, I'm not on the seating committee at the NCAA championships. It's, you know, sometimes you, you feel like that maybe some guys should have been seated higher last year. I think that's what it's referring to is the seeds at the NCAAs. But um, you know what? At the end of the day, it's out of our control. So we're not going to really worry a whole lot about it. 
Um, you know, the ACC is, I think, what, where our conference is at from a wrestling standpoint speaks for itself with, with uh, you know, several really legitimate teams and guys in the finals and NCAA champs. And, you know, if we don't have the respect that we deserve yet, it's, it's certainly coming. Number two here, Virginia Tech's All-Americans that are returning, uh, Latona and Beans, are returning to two of the toughest weight classes. Is it reasonable to expect similar or better results? Yes. Good. <laughs> to expand on that, uh, to expand on the answer to that question, can you tell us where Beans got his nickname from? Um, not really. No, I mean I, I could tell you, but it probably probably be off. So I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. I don't know something about Carbonzo <laughs> Beans or something. They, I don't. What, what's that from? Carbonzo Beans. It's like a uh, some type of kids show on. Uh, oh man. I don't know. I don't, I've, I've tuned into, I've scrolled past Nickelodeon and all those channels now. And some of the cartoons that they have on nowadays are just really, once you have kids, you go back to it, you know, and you start watching that again. So uh, they'll be watching boomerang. They got to watch Tom and Jerry and uh, the Flintstones. They'll be sticking <laughs> to the old stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you see Corbin Myers on the street, ask him, uh, ask him where he gets his nickname from. He'll be at the library. If you're a student, you'll see him at the library. Coach, it's been a pleasure. I'm really excited about this season. Really excited about what's uh, what's being built in Blacksburg. It's been a uh, it's been a pleasure to watch, and uh, I know uh, our listeners are excited about it. They're constantly constantly nudging us to uh, to get some more wrestling updates. So excited about that. Um, just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything else that we should be keeping an eye on, or anything else that you'd like to promote uh, before the wrap up? You know, I just want to, I guess, thank everybody that's been a part of this journey. I've been at Virginia Tech for since 2006, and, uh, you know, we were bad when I got here, and, and uh, things have changed a lot in, in really every capacity, facilities, uh, the success of our program, our fan base, our donor base, all that stuff is, is kind of, you know, uh, grown exponentially over the course of those years. So everybody that's, that's contributed to this thing. And there's a lot of people to, to get us to where we're going. We appreciate it. We appreciate our donors. We appreciate our fans. We appreciate everybody that's contributed to the Southeast regional training center. That organization is incredibly important, um, to our program. And, uh, you know, if, if there's anything you can do to help, you know, just, uh, Keep on, keep on doing it. It's, uh, it. It matters. It makes a difference. It creates opportunities for guys like Bryce Andoni and Makai Lewis. I mean, it truly changes these kids' lives, the opportunities that they have and the people that we have in our program because of the support that we've had. So thank you. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's been fun. We're, we're going to keep climbing and keep working, and uh, hopefully we can bring a title home someday. Looking forward to it, Coach. Appreciate your time, and best of luck this season. You got it, guys. Thanks a bunch. to wander tripping in the sand we smoke out windows drink till we can't stand but i saw you dance like you want to in my head and all she said is oh i know just what you're thinking please don't go
Take your head and 